to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matt Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. And we are here tonight to discuss episode 9 of Iron Fist. What's that the called? The Mistress of All Agonies. Ooh. I'm, I'm assuming that is... Uh, That's a, obviously Madame ref- Gao. A reference to Joy, probably. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I was wrong. Sorry. <laughs> I take it back on the All Madame right. Gao. Uh, a spoiler alert! Spoiler alert for episode nine, uh, which we have finally gotten to watch after many weeks of not being able to get together. Uh, this, uh, I was completely surprised by the beginning of this episode. Yeah, I did not when know Harold was, came back. No idea Harold was coming back. Yeah, it was pretty great. It was it was a little odd having him <laughs> stumble around, was, not knowing what the hell is going it on. It was definitely odd. Uh, it was weird seeing him act like. Um, like Frankenstein, like actual Frankenstein. Yeah, no, that that uh, that that phone number already had a significance because he'd been brought back from the dead. But now that he'd uh, now that he was walking around like Frankenstein, I was like, oh, I get it. Foreshadowing. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> a little too on the nose, my I might think. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe a little, maybe a little. Uh, I yeah, I, I liked it though. Uh, it was weird. Um, I wasn't sure. <sighs> so. Not to harp on the problems of this show right off the bat, because I actually thought this episode was pretty cool, but I still just don't know who is who and what is what. Um, <laughs> you know, we talked about we talked about like the last episode if Madame Gao is part of the hand or if she is part of something else, right? Um, yeah. And I, I in this episode when she get go, when they try to get rescue her, uh, Claire points out that was not ninja shit. Like what she say that's not ninja. Uh, oh gosh, I forget the word she uses. It's real. It was real funny though. She said that wasn't ninja stuff. That was you know like mer- mercenaries or whatever. Like yeah, these like mercenaries. That, was that wasn't that wasn't the hand. It seemed like you know. Yeah. Although they it used- wasn't the hand's normal shtick. Right, which makes me my theory about her not actually being part of the hand. Uh, that I feel like that's that that seems more likely at this point. Yeah, <laughs> with that, uh, and then it's, it's a little more grounded. And then who is Colleen working with? You know, <clears throat> Bakuda. Bakuda. I, I know. You know, comics I know who he that, is in the comics, and I don't want to. Yeah, I don't, don't want to just like throw it out don't and spoil, spoil anything. I feel like that. That would. I feel like that's that's going to be a good surprise. Because um, I have no idea who they I, are. if they're good what or I bad. Really want it to be. Yeah. What I really want it to be in the show is that um, Madame Gao is actually part of the hand, and he's part of the chaste, and that's why she wears white in the ring when she goes to fight. Ah. Is that he's you know part of the chaste and and has her like training people up and sending them over like um you know ninja school <laughs> like go be part of this great war go learn under stick yeah not stick but stick stick uh, this is not this is not ninja stick um i don't remember what word she said but it made me laugh a lot so it it all seemed fine and and and, and that this new character what was his name how did you say his name? Bakuto? Is that right? Bakuto, yeah. Bakuto. Okay. I, I, I liked him. He had some swagger coming in the room, like all calm in the face of death. Uh, the, the weird kind of 
uh, almost out of place smile. Uh, I enjoyed all of that. Uh, but then they take off and leave Claire behind and say she can't come with. That makes me mistrust them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously yeah. they've set it up so that there's some sort of mistrust ha- happening. Uh, but uh, it's. I find it really weird that he was like he. It took him showing up to have Danny understand that like oh I can harness this this iron fist and then cure poison with it like right i'm just now learning this like okay i get it now they're finally actually telling us like you're not you haven't mastered the power of the iron fist you're not fully the iron fist yet like it's like they're finally just now telling us like he doesn't know everything after just kind of like hinting at it here and there it's just like okay he does have more to learn yeah, and that is a great point. Um, you know, we've talked. Uh, I feel bad talking about it as much as we have, but we've talked about how um, there's, you know, we're not sure about the. I don't know the writing on this show, and and that's another thing is like I don't feel like I feel like Danny, the way they've portrayed him so far, was supposed to be fully knowledgeable about the things of Kunlun and the Iron Fist. All of his kind of uh, bumblingness has been like he's not experienced with this world, yeah, like the normal world. They've really like he's not experienced here, but he knows what he's doing over there. Yeah, and they've given and us. And then now no... it's like he doesn't actually know what he's doing over there either. Yeah, and and maybe if we understood that, like, I mean, it's kind of like the the Luke Skywalker story where he leaves early from training. Um, but as, as far as we understand it, he didn't do that. We know that he left his post. Uh, but it now seems like that maybe they didn't even fully train him. Maybe it's a thing where he, the Iron Fist doesn't necessarily need that technique because there's better healers in Kunlun. Uh, <laughs> it, you know what I mean? Like, man, yeah. but still, still, like, it just seems. But it teaches something that you normally wouldn't need. Like what? Right. Uh, may, it's maybe a silly. Mostly, it's his fighting skills that they need over there. Maybe there's a great healer in Kunlun that can do all that stuff. Uh, but still, it just seems a little weird that he doesn't know that this random person that we don't know who he is knows more about the Iron Fist than the Iron Fist does. Yeah. Um, it's the first time we've gotten that sense, and. Uh, yeah, and we just don't have a strong sense of who Danny is, and it's it's like episode nine now, and we don't don't know who Danny is. Yeah, like I I knew going into it that his arc wasn't over in this season; that it went along straight into sure. the defenders. We, but, we we knew that, but it's but different. it needs to be it needs to be faster. It's different than having it's different to say an arc is going to go over this. It's it's another thing to say you won't have the character fully established. Yeah. Uh episode 9 we should really have a strong sense of who Danny Rand is and like what he wants. At least him if not everyone in the show, you know, like yeah. uh, the best shows to me are the shows that uh, similar to Breaking Bad. You know who everyone is in the first season and it's it's just like as the, the the dominoes fall, as they make the decisions that they are going, they are want to make because the it could becomes like it, uh, it comes like the decisions are like flowing like a fountain from the characters that are are who they are, you know, like right, right. Um, to make an analogy, but say it really stuttery. Um, <laughs> I, I just uh, want I just want to know more about these characters and and like, to understand them. Instead of, I just feel like they're treating them all like little mysteries, and I don't like it. 
and don't hide everything from me. Come on. Yeah. I um like I uh, I'm sad to say that it seems like they're they're stretching. Like I don't know yet because we won't know until eight eighteen twenty seventeen. But it seems like they're stretching Danny's like our understanding of Danny and and the establishment of him actually becoming fully the Iron Fist over like what would have been 13 episodes is now getting stretched over, you know, 21 episodes. Yeah. Uh, which, and that kind of sucks. It does. And uh, again, it's not even it's, that it doesn't suck. I mind it's unfortunate. the story being stretched. It's the, the, the establishment of the character that I mind being yeah. stretched like this. Well, no, no, I, I, I am okay with the story being extended over that amount of, of yeah, story. I guess that's like, a, that's if a fair point. you've got the content for it. The word but stretched implies. <laughs> yeah, don't take the 13 and then like just pack in some extra stuff. Yeah. Like, honestly, this episode felt kind of fillerish because all they really did was sit in the, the Chikata Dojo and let Madame Gal kind of poke at everybody and try yeah. to make which, them falter on themselves which was interesting character stuff i will say this 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 episode had some interesting character stuff with claire uh madame gal seems to have a sense for people and what they feel and what they uh you know somehow has some knowledge that she even maybe shouldn't have uh yeah. she knows about luke cage she knows about daredevil that was a cool little little mention um she knows about colleen's grandfather yeah so uh, all of that was interesting character stuff. It, it, like Madam Gal, like you said, poking at everyone, um, and even poking at Danny. Uh, and then this new character shows up. Or, well, we've seen, we've met him once, the Sensei uh, Bakudo. Uh, he comes in, and he and, and I like where they left it. But you're right, not a lot happened. <laughs> they yeah. even had a couple of fight scenes, but it was all in this little. It was like a little bottle episode. Yeah. It was very self-contained. And the things that Danny did in Brand Enterprise's world were completely just non-existent. Like, um, right. They had no weight and no... There was no point. That's what it is. There was no point to him going to Rand Enterprises. Yeah, it almost feels like they could have easily just been like... Um, <laughs> they could have just been like... Call my sensei. He can bring the. He can. He can help us with the poison. Also, he has truth serum or like whatever. Like they could have right. gotten that truth serum from another place. They're kind of and it wasting. It didn't even work. It didn't even work. Or did it? Oh, that's what that's what Claire says. She says, "Or did it?" Is that is that what? Did she tell yeah. you the truth? And and that's the that's the mystery of it all. Damn you, Madam Gao. Because it sounds like... See, I'm liking Madam Gao more than I'm liking any other character, except for Colleen. And that's a problem. That's a problem to be, like, really enjoying the villain more than anyone else. Um, and she says... What she says on the sodium pentothal is that uh, Danny's father wouldn't work with the hand, but uh, Harold Meacham would. And so it, it sounds like she's saying that Harold Meacham is the one that crash the plane is what it sounds like to me yeah yeah um so like she's denying responsibility for that and saying it was harold um still don't know why they were flying to kunlun or like why they were flying over kunlun at that particular time and it seems it all seems very suspect 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it, it definitely seems like if, they, if that never is resolved, that, that they weren't going... If, if uh, Wendell was traveling to that area and it was unrelated to his problems with Madame Gao, it just seems like it stretches the... Um, like, why would he be flying directly over Kunlun? The series of coincidences just uh, strains the, like, suspension of disbelief. And so yeah. I'd just like to, I'd like for them to tie that together a little bit. Just clean it up, you yeah. know, trim even, the fat. <laughs> if we don't know who these characters are still. Um, Did I, they say who uh, who the tinfoil ninja was? I don't think so. Tinfoil shuriken guy? No, I don't think they did. I mean, I know who it is because, like, I read all of the IMDb stuff and right. and IGN articles and all that. I know I who it is. Do not. But um, also, I didn't say, and did he, he didn't talk. Well, it showed that he was following the sensei. Um, could, was he? Yeah, he see he, he watches. I think I I'm pretty sure he watches the sensei. He gets in that truck and he watches the sensei uh, get the call from Colleen. And run downstairs, or fr- from uh, from Danny or whatever, and he runs down the stairs, and he says something about the target Danny Rand, uh, which makes him seem super suspicious. And then the uh, the tinfoil ninja uh, follows him. He's hmm. he's a tinfoil belt. <laughs> <laughs> but he, um, I believe, he had a- I believe that's the series of events there. I'm pretty sure it was the, the the, um, the sensei that was coming out of that building. Maybe, I couldn't really tell. Um, he, that guy, Tinfoil Ninja. <laughs> I like that. We'll call him that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tinfoil Ninja had um, had a bag similar to Danny's. Huh. May, yeah, maybe he. Uh, that would actually be really interesting if he's like a fellow Kunlun resident that's following Danny from Kunlun to here. Yeah, that would be really fun. And he like tries to save him from these people, but are these people good or bad? We just don't know. It would be interesting to find out that like. Um, <laughs> or what if he's mad at him for leaving his post? Oh yeah, well, very well could be. It could be that he's mad at him for leaving his post, but still protective of him as the iron fist you know yeah uh what was his friend's name that he mentions uh was it was a competitor of his or whatever davos what if that's davos could be that's cool. what if 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 that's the case then this guy's gonna be really mad at him for um stealing the iron fist from him because davos in the comics was the steel serpent who had the symbol that um, the heroine has on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting. That's interesting. I didn't know that. That, that, that was the symbol that, that, with the hair, on the heroine. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah. So that could be Davos. It could be anyone from... I, I, the, the bag thing you mentioned is interesting. It makes me think it's from Kunlun. So that's cool. Yeah. We know it's not Lee Kung the Thunderer because we've, uh, we've seen him in ghosty... Um, figment of imagination form. Right, different guy. In episode six. <laughs> and he and was have a, yet to see him again. He was a different dude. Yep. Uh, cool. so, we know who it's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Well, man, I'm uh, actually pretty pumped. That this this episode was not bad. Uh, I was yeah. really excited to see Harold back. I didn't expect it. Uh, as soon as it happened, though, uh, my girlfriend was like, death means nothing in the Marvel Universe. I was like, shut up! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he got brought back by the hand. and Right. No, no, no. It's, a, mean, it's understandable. It's just, it's still, so an, it's still another case <laughs> where well, death means looks, nothing. Yeah, it looks like... Um, I mean, Nobu got his head cut off, right, by Stick, and Stick seemed to kind of, you know, in Daredevil Season 2, so it seemed like Stick kind of understood, like, cut the head off, that's how you do it. Like, he seemed like it was a uh, an understanding of finality for that character. Yeah. So, maybe it, maybe Harold just needs his head cut off. Uh, yeah, maybe. Man, pour one out for Kyle, right? Poor Kyle. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That scene... It's just ice cream. That scene may be one of the worst scenes in the uh, Netflix Marvel Universe. Like, because we've seen gruesome, gruesome deaths before. Probably worse than this. Uh, But... But to deserving people. Yes, exactly. That's what I was going to say. We have never seen... The Russian guy deserved it. The Irish guy in Daredevil Season 2 deserved it. You know, they're bad people. Kyle is just... He was... He just... He... He's boring. That's all he is. He had, that's his main flaw is that he's boring. Well, yeah, that's the thing. He's not... Not a bad guy. Not a bad guy at all. He's not a bad guy. So... I really feel bad for Kyle. Yeah, me too. Like, when I saw Harold's face change, I paused it, and I was like, damn it, Kyle. Damn it. Damn you for... Damn it. You're so... Because he was like, well, do you have vanilla? That's what, you know, I don't need all these flavors. Like, you're so boring, Kyle. Damn it. (laughs) Damn it. And then... And then he just brutally kills him with an ice cream scoop. Yeah. That's what got me and like you can see like his head's all dented at one moment and yeah and he's begging uh, please stop it's just ice cream and i'm like harold dude you have no chill okay you just gotta calm down yeah it's it's not cool not cool at all uh (sighs) did not like that scene so anyway uh well pretty good pretty good episode uh, I'm, solid. I'm, I would call I'm it excited, solid. I'm excited about episode ten. We've only got four episodes left. Um, Yay! Yeah. So and then we'll be back with that this week. August eighteenth comes oh, the defenders. Man, we got we got a lot coming. We got uh, the, the night we're recording this actually is the uh, is the not first night back for Shield, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so. we got to do that tomorrow. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow or tomorrow or one of the days this week we're we're gonna be back to you guys with you guys uh, with some yeah. with some shield action. So did you see the picture that I posted? I don't believe I did. Oh man. Ada or well the, the actress playing Ada uh-huh. is playing another part in the framework. She's Madame Hydra. Oh, and I heard them mention Madame Hydra on a few things, but I didn't know it was gonna be played by Ada. That's fun. That is fun. Yep. Uh, well, cool, man. Well, we'll, uh, we'll be back with you guys, uh, hopefully tomorrow with some content, uh, either, either more Iron Fist or more, uh, or some Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So stick around, uh, keep, keep checking the feed. We're going to get caught up here on all these Iron Fists. We promise. Um, 
we should have them all done by before another shield drops next week. Um, all right. Well, we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. And we are here uh, just to, to bring you all the Marvel Cinematic Universe talk you can handle. Uh, if you'd like to reach out to us, hit us up at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, facebook.com slash mcucast, mcucast at gmail.com, or call us and leave a voicemail at 573-CAST-MCU, and we will use it on the show. Uh, we'll be doing a, a lot of feedback roundup for Iron Fist coming soon, so get your feedback in for Iron Fist. Um, we will be talking to you soon. Until next time, true believers. Thank you.